This is Death Before Dishonor. I'm Genesee. My character is Nanatari. She's a good aligned Kalishtar war priest. She has psionic powers. I'm Eric. My, my name is, is Cesar. I don't know what this assisting means. What do you, what do you have to say for yourself there? Uh, what do I call you? Mr. Death? Death? Boss? Not yet. I'm Kevin. You will see this old man who looks similar to what Mithrin used to look like, but about 15 years older. And you will see that his entire hand is just basically one giant fan brace, all just armored to, like, the nth degree. But he looks you right in the eye and he says, Well met. I'm Gloria. First, let me introduce myself. I'm Carl. And I'm Tinsian, the despotic DM of Death Before Dishonor. Dastardly dashing ahead with all sorts of freeform creative ideas on the fly. Beauty to D&D. Can't end the story. Goes anywhere you want it. Welcome to the show. I'm Genesee. I'm Eric. I'm Florian. And I'm Tinsy in the Poorly Illuminated. <laughs> and this is Death Before Dishonor. It's episode 178 in a weekly somewhat series. A uh, bunch of friends playing Dungeons and Dragons. Today is Friday, the 11th of September, and we are going to catch up from where we were two weeks ago. And uh, Dungeon Master will give us a sum up because it's been a little bit. So, Dungeon Master, you are a go. Okie doke. In the last episode, the party minus uh, Mithrin, who, by the way, is still having some real life issues uh, and is going to be on the shelf for a little bit longer, but we still await his return. Um, the party encountered a lizard man ritual, which somewhat resembled more of a fight club to start with and um, soon managed to extract themselves from what could have been a dangerous situation to them. They're standing together in the Lizardman town, and that is pretty much where we are up to date. So, a lot of the times the players come to me and go, we've had action after action after event after cataclysm, so forth. We've never had this adventure called a vacation so (laughs) what i'm going to do this time is i'm going to let the party figure out where they want to go next you've managed to carve through a pretty good chunk of the region in which you inhabit there could be other areas around the world of greater interests there could be other hidden areas Um, within your own region, or you could try planeswalking, which um, you've done to a limited extent through the Green Dragons uh, yanking you through the Astral Plane. But there are other planes of existence, both hostile and... Well, they're all hostile in some way, but they're good adventure. So, as you're all standing around, having been rewarded for your efforts... In Carl's case, he has managed to serve dinner to a large number of lizardmen, gotten some spices, uh, perhaps burned down or contributed to the knowledge that potentially burned down a monastery based on his teachings in town. Um, what would you guys like to do? Because you, you've, you've managed to 
accumulate a number of steps in the path of the immortals, you're starting to get um, deific spheres of influence. Mm-hmm. What is important to your characters at this point in time? So uh, I believe last time we had done Genesee and we've had Cesar speak a f- number of times first. So let's go with Carl. Let's put you on the spot. What does the benign monk of destruction and discord wish to do? Well, he still feels much more than a roadie than uh, someone of <laughs> really part of the band. Uh, but uh, if... Uh, Say Santari would ask him what he'd like to do. He, uh, Carl, would like to um, check out on Winterhaven. He hasn't been there yet, and he was, I think he probably was told, um, that there's a large uh, a group of trout that feel somewhat uh, alienated them, uh, there, and well, he felt this way um, for the most part of his life, and would. Uh, maybe meet those people and uh, try to help them or at least um, well, have some social exchange with them. Okay. Cesar? Um, I think Cesar would be interested in determining just exactly how much wealth he's been awarded with the, I believe, two treasure rooms or whatever. Mm -hmm. That's something that he is very interested in at this point. Okay. Zenitari? Um, well, I believe that certain of us were given cities, and I would be interested in seeing, uh, I guess, the, the final final city on those things. Okay. Uh, you are warned that the cities are functional cities in terms of they have inhabitants, but they are also... Something like Gettysburg, where there's a reverence to the area for who fought there, who died there. It's almost a city built around a museum and a person. So there's a lot of trappings of Xanatari in these cities. Okay. Is this bad? I don't know. It's up to you. But um, it's, I don't know, it's kind of like the a North Korean city. Uh, okay. Without the, uh, hopefully, the despotic nature, but just kind of the statue-y, statues everywhere and it's very show place. Um, well, both Cesar's treasuries and your city are within the same region, so it would be a matter of having to get on horseback for a couple days to get there. Okay. But you'll encounter Cesar's um, treasuries before you'll encounter your cities. So do you wish to travel together or do you wish to travel separately? I'll go with Cesar. Okay. Everyone else agree to travel together? Carl will follow. Cesar's going to his treasuries. They're coming with him. Sure. Alrighty. Uh... Mounting up, you are having no issue trying to get um, from the city that you're in out further into the Lizardman territory. You encounter nothing in terms of a patrol that stops you. You encounter many patrols. However, um, 
they recognize you, let you go ahead. You do detect occasionally, and I'm giving this for free, um, magic used against you that would detect scrying. So it's not considered an attack that would trigger any mental defenses. But some patrols and some homesteads that you pass and some small villages are checking to make sure that you are indeed who you you know, claim to be. Encountering inns and so forth is somewhat scarce. So unless you want to sleep in barrows underground, uh, you're pretty much going to have to camp camp out at night. Okay. Any issues with the travel so far? Anyone take umbrage to being scanned? Eh, Scissor doesn't care. He doesn't have anything to hide. Okay. Zenitari? Um, Zenitari's always sort of grumpy about things, but um, if as long as I can tell if I have to roll a perception check or something like that, as long as I can tell that their intentions are good and they're actually trying to you know, keep things safe, then I'm cool. Yeah, they, I'll give it to you for free. Yeah, there's there's nothing nothing about that. Um, Bert, by the way, remains in your bag. <laughs> okay. And Winter has gotten um, fed a lot recently, so he's getting a bit bigger. Okay, I'm still riding him. I assume we're riding at this point. Yes, yeah. the The whole trip is going to be is going to be riding. Um, Cesar, as you've been traveling through the countryside and passing various residences and so forth, uh, within the lizard man's sphere of influence, um, a number of ghostly figures have started following you. As you come into a village of what appears to be either a grave area or the like, will essentially empty out. And start to follow you. Cool. Um, Do they seem to be like trying to get to me, or like, or are they just kind of trailing at a respectful distance? Trailing at a respectful distance, but in a way, you are the Pied Piper. Mm-hmm. Um, going through some towns, you're actually kind of getting a sense for some of the more um, active areas that there may be some degree of sickness below ground or uh, specters and such. Well, not specters, but spirits will come up from the ground. You pass um, a few areas where you feel that people are sick or not doing so well, but they're not going to pass into your care anytime soon. Do you want to do it seems anything? Like a chill job right now. I don't. Uh, I, just, <laughs> I haven't really been given any specific orders, so I'm just kind of like hanging out. Got my ghost <laughs> posse. Um, do you want to do anything with the ghost posse? Because nobody else is um, seeing the ghost posse. Yeah, I know. Um, well, since he's still kind of keeping this whole thing on the down low. I don't think he's going to do anything overt. Maybe if he were alone, he maybe would. But for now, he's just going to keep an eye on them, see if they anything odd happens, see if the, the group just continues to grow, or as he gets, like, say, the first graveyard he passed, as they, you know, did those eventually <laughs> drop out, drop away once he gets a certain distance from that? Like, do they seem to be tied to it? Just sort of get a sense of this new 
kind of dimension that he's a part of now? Mm, for the most part, um, they follow along. Okay. There are a couple of scra- uh, stragglers or a few that wander off. Mm-hmm. But uh, for the most part, the bulk continues to grow behind you. An entire city of dead people following you. A couple of cities, actually. Nice. A couple of towns, you know. I, I, I'd, I'd say by the end of the second day, he has possibly 300 Jeez. spirits following. Nice. Um, do you pay any direct attention to them, or do you just sort of treat them as spirits? Like, I'm not going to address them or, or even at this point really acknowledge them. Um, like I said, he's just going to observe, see what, what kind of behavior they get up to, if they're just simply following, if they, you know, basically what they're up to, but not, you know, try to tell them to do anything or, or you know, you know, buddy up to them. Just sort of keep them present in his perception, but not, not anything past that, at least yet, unless he sees something odd. Okay. And we can talk about it then. Um, go ahead and roll a perception check just for the sake of it. Just for the sake of it. Let's see here. That's my highest skill. 9 plus 19, 28. Okay. There is a, occasionally um, some whispers on the wind. <gasps> whispers on the wind. Like there's there's some sort of sound, maybe some light static. Can you paint with them, Cesar? You, you paint, paint with, with all, all the, the whispers of the wind? All you have is earth and still. It's a good song. It Keep is. going. I'll give back bonus points. Oh, nice. <laughs> I don't have the words. Hmm, okay. Anyway. Anyway. Um. Oh, and by the way, uh, by the end of the second day when you are around noon, to you... The appearance of the sky is um, towards late. It looks kind of like late afternoon, starting to get into dusk. Sorry, you, you, I think my connections is not great. What did you say? By the end of the second day, mm-hmm. around noontime, the noontime sun, instead of it being directly above you, it is above you, but the light level to you is somewhere closer to late afternoon or dusk. Oh. Okay. I don't know if you want to catch the others up to that point, but he would probably say something. Um, to everybody else, it is... Hi, it's noon. Noontime sun. Okay. Um, so does, you, it, does it look uh, sort of a, a, a bit too dark for the time of day? Um, Anybody... It's noon. Him. It looks pretty bright to me. I mean, the sun's high in the sky. What are you talking about? Uh, just, um, I don't know if something's going on with me. It seems uh, just almost, uh, like, even, uh, like, I see the sun up there, but uh, the, the, for some reason the light does not seem right. It, it seems almost dusk. Old man, do you need some cataract surgery? What, what's going on here? <laughs> no, thank you. No, thank you, Zedatari. No, no surgery from you. No, because I'm good. you know I, I'm pretty good with uh, with <laughs> um, impromptu surgery. If you want, I mean, I can help. It, it's like your version of LASIK. You, you uh, yes, shove, shove roaches in people's eyes. <laughs> I could just lightning bolt you. I'm sure maybe that would help. 
Let me just uh, place these iron fillings right there. Right there. Stand um, still. Uh, Cesar, can you move your camera down just a little bit? Your face is cutting off. Thank you. That's perfect. Yep. What about you, Carl? Do you want to uh, appease the old man or go with um, Xanatari as the correct force of the world? Yeah, he... Uh... Would, uh, if Santari wouldn't have spoken first, he would uh, comment that, well, uh, you, um, I've heard that old people's eyes get weaker with age, so it's probably <laughs> <Yay>. natural. <laughs> you know what? Screw you guys! <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, yeah. Alright. Um... Cesar, eventually you come to uh, what appears to be a small stone wall. And it's Cesar circular. Stone walls. Yes. Yes, indeed. It is circular, probably about as large as a football field. And inside, there's. Um, it's been kind of left to grow wild. So, plains grass and flowers and all that stuff. Okay. But it's just out in the middle of nowhere. Okay. Hmm, I wonder what this is. It's New England. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Do you start collecting stones to bring back to uh, make your own wall? <laughs> Chat asks if the wall's name is Jackson. It could be. Mm-hmm. Wonder who asked that. Yeah. Yeah, wonder. Wonder. <laughs> um, everybody else pulls up besides you, and um, the spirits start to kind of just mill around. Anybody else want to? There's really so many pun choices here, Cesar. Did anybody ask what the um, repository looked like, the treasury looked like, or map directions? I would assume I took directions. I didn't just start riding. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if feel I feel my treasure calling to me from the northwest. <laughs> it's over there. Uh, uh, smell money in greenbacks. Yes. Well, lizards. Ew. Yeah, they're all around. So yeah, I don't I don't think he would really have asked for like a specific detailed description of its appearance, but I would imagine unless you know they would have offered that if it's something odd. Okay. But do you investigate the circle at all? Well, I mean, is this around about how far they said it would be or in the direction or whatever? It is in the proper direction, yes. Okay. Well, if it, it if it seems roughly about how far it should have been, based on what they had told him. Yeah, he would dismount and begin kind of just walking around, at least casually at this point, see if he sees anything out of the ordinary. Okay. Um, as you are walking, you will note that there appear to be uh, flagstones and cobblestones scattered around inside the circle. Okay. So these flowers are kind of growing throughout all of them. But occasionally, as you are looking, um, you see 
what appears to be a gear emblem carved into various stones. Okay. Interesting. Um, probably when he sees the first one, he'll want to inspect it more closely rather than just stand up and look at it. Get down and take a look at, at that stone and the emblem in it. Okay. As you get down and look, um, it's clearly evident that the symbol was carved using a chisel instead of a magical means for melting stone, mm-hmm. but that through the uh, center of the gear passes directly through the rock and mm-hmm. looks out at, um, it's about, puts you at a right height and looks out where you see what appears to be um, a smaller indented mound further out ahead in the, okay. inside the circle. Okay. He'll head towards that. Okay. So you hop the wall. Okay. Oh, uh, Carver will uh, jump in and um, trying to grab Cesar mid-flight. Go, oh, I'm, I'm so, <laughs> Cesar, I'm very sorry about this, but are you sure that this is not some kind of strange magical barrier that sends us in, I don't know what? The last time we crossed this, uh, um, we crossed this weird um, fox threshold, we suddenly everything was horrible. Uh, <laughs> don't really trust this kind of hard barriers out in the middle of nowhere. Well, my money might be here, so let's give it a shot. Who knows? <laughs> oh, totally worth it. Okay. Um, no, Xanatari wants to take a look at the symbol that's here. Um, I, assume th- I assume this is not like a house symbol for Cesar or something like he's already recognized. It looks a lot like the, the symbol on the flag that you guys have from the Seven Pillared Hall. Oh, okay. But translated sort of through the, hey, I've heard of it from a friend of a friend of a friend. This okay. is what the symbol looks like. But recognizable but, as something that is uh, symbolic of us. Yeah, pretty much kind of, the, kind of that whole um, kind of that whole deal. Uh, but remember, what is carved here is probably much older than what is on that flag by any stretch of the imagination. Okay. Um, Time travel and foo. I want to use arcane to see if there's any kind of magical whatever happening here. Because I, like Carl, uh, we've had some bad experiences. <laughs> so, yeah. Yes. Go ahead. Roll your arcane. Guess what? Cesar, I need you to roll mm-hmm. the dice for me. Because, oh, you know. Okay. I'm, Ready? I'm diceless. Yeah, go. Steady. No. Oh, 14. Oh, wow, 35. Okay, yes, there is some hella magic going on here. And can I localize this in any direction? The entire um, inner portion of this stone wall. In fact, to the point that if you don't pay attention to the fact that you're looking at a stone wall, mm-hmm. stone wall's not there. And you would oh. not even really want to be there, standing there. You would just keep keep moving, but you would just kind of find yourself meandering around because you think you see a path going off away from the circle. 
Okay, so I want to use my Hammering Wind because the benefit of this is that it will usher my allies one square uh, from my position, and I want to yank Cesar back, although Carl has him. So has Carl managed to grab him and pull him before I, ca before I do this? I'm going to say since Carl had a speech, I'm going to say that he caught Cesar. Okay, good. Then, then I will just yell out and say... <laughs> Clearly, after the fact and well behind uh, this happening, I'd be like, wait, and then realize that already happened. Okay. So are you, you going to yank him anyways? No, I'm going to um, look at Carl and, and say, you know, don't let him go in there. Okay. All right. Um, Cesar, you have been waylaid from your path of potential self-destruction or You've glorification. You've done told. Done told indeed. Okay. <laughs> Bobcat Goldthwaite, check. You get an extra 100%. Ooh. 100 XP. It's a compliment. It is. Um, okay. Um, hey, what'd you do that for? There's magic. There's bad magic inside. And you remember what happened the last time we encountered uh, a highly magical object. So I suggest caution. And caution is not known to be something that you practice. So let's, let's just wait a minute and think this through. Maybe you could send one of your mechanical guys in there or something else before you step in. By the way, Cesar, um, yeah. you really, really dig inside of that circle like you want to go in that circle really really inside badly that circle is so sexy yes <laughs> huh. now okay. Xanatari how do you know that it is bad magic how do you know that it is not some other type of it magic it could be amazing magic but at this point Xanatari is just going to go with strong equals bad gotcha. okay. um, because it's the quickest way to stop him Okay. Um, Carl? Um, Carl's gonna, while having a tucked Cesar under his arm, <laughs> uh, pick up a rock from the, um, from the wall and throw it into the circle. Okay. Um, it flies into the circle... At some points in time, you are not sure if you are just looking at the image of a rock landing on the ground, or it's actually the rock flying the whole way, but you think if, kind of in the back of your head, you heard the sound of the rock hitting metal, or something hard hitting metal. But he didn't see uh, the rock bounce off of uh, something? Well, you just saw the rock go in and land, like you'd expect the rock to do. But it sounded like it hit something. Uh, well, you could be mistaken. It could have been something you, you know, something, somebody was moving, some sanitary could have been shifting her armor. There could have been something. But you may or may not have seen the rock flicker or something happen. But, you know, as, as far as you're concerned, the rock landed in, you know, a good 20 feet inside the circle. Dungeon Master speak for, hey, the world okay. could have spun. What? <laughs> what? 
It I may have done, possibly could have. I am poorly illuminated, and I am poorly illuminating what is going on right now I until see. you all figure it out. Carl and Tinsian, can you push your camera down just a bit for me? Yes. Thank you. I am reclining, so therefore I didn't want to have like the wow. I'm. No, it's a. It cuts off right here. We're good. Okay. All right. Anyway, convoluted Rock. explanation. Go ahead. Rock throne, unga. Possible sound, unga. Go, unga. Well, so far so good. Now we can sit down and count to a hundred and see if the rock explodes. <laughs> Interesting. Um. No, but that rock is pretty cool now that it's inside the ring. You want to go get that rock, but you realize it's not. But you, but but you realize it's not your rock anymore. But it's cool, and you want to go get it. It's been touched by greatness. So this has just been staring into the circle ever since he almost went in. He saw that rock go in. Yeah, a little bit, and uh, he's definitely got some heavy breathing going on. And okay. uh, he sees that rock go into the circle, and he is extremely jealous of that rock. Okay. So he is going to go into that circle. But Cesar, you're jealous mm-hmm. of the rock, but you know that's your rock. That is mm-hmm. all your rock. Yep. Okay. Do not make me strike you with lightning. Sanitari, your turn. Guess what? Hammering wind. I'm going to use a action... To do this, so can someone roll to see? I mean, I'm not trying to hit you, so I don't know if I have to roll to hit. Like, I'm just, you know, I'm just casting it in the general direction because I want the byproduct of ushering my allies into position. But you can do that, and I'll make you not roll for it. However, above 10 or below 10? Uh, Above. Okay, um, Carl, roll a d20, please. That's a 12. Finally. Well, because you're about that to could do... be bad. He didn't say which way is good. <laughs> I'm assuming it's good. You're gonna do the hammering wind, but then you realize that you're kind of a little too focused on that rock because that rock is now really cool. Damn it! So you can hammering wind Carl, or you can hammering wind that rock. I'm but... totally gonna hammering wind that rock because that's what everyone wants anyway. Okay. Um. You hit the hammering wind on the rock. The rock kind of flies up in the air and lands even closer to the edge of the ring than it was before. Okay. That is one really, really cool thing. In fact, like the grass on the inside of this ring, everything on that inside really just... Looks cool. You're so glad that that pasture or whatever is there. In the fact, pasture it, is there. What? The, the the tall grasses, the cobblestones. You know, the whole scene there. Okay. It almost makes you weak to your knees, and you want to kneel. Just so beautiful. Just so beautiful. Okay. Okay. So really, with my hammering wind, it didn't even leave the circle. It just like went to the edge of the circle. Well, it's not yours anymore, so, you know, it had to 
stay within the circle. Okay, fine. But you're okay with that, but it, it's still cool. But in order for you to get it, even though you're not sure if you should have it because it's not yours, you'd have to enter the circle to go, to go inspect it. Okay. Well, that c- concludes my turn. Unless I minor action some water on Caesar's head, hoping that will wake him up from his clearly delusional state. Do you want to? It's been a while since you've yes, done Yes, a minor water. action. I'm going to create water and have it okay. fall on his head. Caesar, you have been puddled. Okay. Ah! Dang it! He shakes his head to get the water out of his eyes. As the water kind of goes over your eyes, it um, lenses and kind of distorts the light and everything like water does. You realize that um, there's definitely a whole lot of something going on behind the circle. There's It looks like statues, big, giant statues. Mm-hmm. And then as you kind of wipe the water away, it just kind of goes back to really cool. What were they? Did they seem threatening or just like statues? Just big giant shapes, but they kind of look like statues you've seen before. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Like where, maybe? Um, monuments and things. Hmm. Weeping angels. Could be. <laughs> don't blink. Don't blink. Could be. Could very well be. Um. Okay. Do I still, am I still very entranced by the inside of the circle, despite yeah. the fact that I'm now wet? Yes. Okay. I'm going to go in that circle. Okay. Um, Carl, any sort of minor actions that you may want to do to prevent your hero, Cesar, from crossing into the circle? Because you'd like to be in the circle, too. But, you know, it's not yours. Hmm. So, don't cross well, the seal, Carl. Ca- <laughs> don't cross the seal. Hmm. I'm not so sure what exactly would it be from the Carl uh, from the circle that Carl would really want. It's just it's just really beautiful. There's just something something in the circle that just really appeals. I love how we asked that. Captain Cardboard Box is concerned that there's nothing <laughs> worthwhile in the circle for him. The rock is below him. Two hundred, two hundred experience points, and I realize I don't know where I am on the template because I'm just looking at the Skype window. Two hundred experience points for Logic um, by Xanatari. Anything, Carl? Well, uh, if he can, can't uh, maintain his uh, hold on on his body, he'll still uh, cry to way, uh, say, uh, grab his feet or one foot at least. Okay. Um, you are able to grab Caesar's ankle, but he has already otherwise passed the majority of his body over the stone wall. So, Caesar. Mm-hmm. As um, you cross over, you feel sort of a buzz, buzzing tingle um, sensation, and you enter into what is an absolutely beautiful-looking garden. 
the entire area from beginning to end is covered in various statues of lizard men kneeling and presenting tributes of various kinds and shapes um, to a large, central, massive, what do you like? Three-story, four-story, eight-story tall? What, what, what number works for you? Um, yeah, I would say nine. Nine-story tall statue of a regal Caesar. Oh, Lord. Mm-hmm. And it's nude, nude, right? Oh. Mm. It could be. Is it surrounded it is. by kneeling women, like with their hands up in supplication? <laughs> There are there are there are those. In fact, because there is so much Caesar, it actually is animated that it changes into different action poses. <laughs> Some of them that we cannot discuss about because they would actually be considered a violation of iTunes terms of service. But there is music. There are defeated foes, statues of defeated foes upon scattering. And it appears that, um, for the most part, the statue of Caesar is standing with his foot inside the opening of a giant treasure chest. And this giant treasure chest appears to be a building of some sort. But it is... It is... Glorious, magnificent, possibly could do with some more if you're, you know, if you're feeling it. But otherwise, someone trying to capture the essence of what it is to be you has given at least a kindergarten effort go- and go at it. <laughs> I think Cesar would just stand there, mouth wide open, just staring at it. And then he'd go... I knew I wanted to be in this circle. You just you just broke up the entire thing. We didn't hear a single thing you said. Okay. Okay. Caesar would stand there staring at it, wide mouth for a while, and then he would just nod to himself and say, I knew I wanted to be in this circle. Yep. Um however, outside of the circle you see that Carl is um has grabbed a hold of you and could potentially ruin any further entertainment on your behalf by um digging into the ground. Alright. He Caesar will dig back and pull with all his might against the feeble attempts of of Carl. Um Carl could probably hold on to you with his pinky finger <laughs> due to his strength versus old man's strength. But um, Let's do uh, it. Oppose strength check. <laughs> oh, is that how it's going to be? Strength challenge. I can roll twice for athletics. <laughs> okay, Carl. Above or below three? Um, say above. Okay. We are going to go into a skill challenge series. <laughs> okay. If this you, ultimate, Carl, if you lose, I'm going to make fun of you for the rest of the episode. This ultimate series will consist of a 10-roll challenge. All right. You must roll higher than three, ten times, to keep Cesar where he is. 
Are you ready? Okay. Are you prepared for the <laughs> difficulty that this could possibly be? So if he fails once, he fails? From metal music, but... No, we, you know, we, 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 we're, we're going to go for majority here, but um, it could be very interesting if he managed to crit one. Well, let's do this. So that's the five pass. Barely. Four pass. Barely. Oh. Eight pass. Thirteen pass. Sixteen pass. Seventeen pass. Hmm. Two. Oh, 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 so close to a one. The universe shudders and shakes in Carl's mind. The, the, the feeble... Ooh, he's fighting to get away there. So that All picture right. is, is Caesar's weakening, because each pull he's taking more and more of a strength, but then he sees the Caesar statue make this really sweet pose, and he gets yep. a re- revitalized burst of, of energy and pulls really hard. Okay. You can hear the music from the inside. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm playing oh, Eye of the Tiger. Don't think I'm not. <laughs> For a moment, your music, Carl. You have three, three opportunities to prove yourself as a monk. So roll. <laughs> Could roll again, or um... more times. Three more rolls. You've got okay. majority, but okay. I may okay. have fun. Five. Yeah. Close call. Mm. Eight. Yep. Okay. And twelve again. Okay. Um, you are able to keep Cesar in position. However, you do occasionally hear um, him just mutter something about sweet, sweet glory, and he's talking to himself. And. By the way, you are very close up to the wall. You can hear what could be music if you press your ear to that wall. Oh, I'd just like to make a note that we are using the Survivor music without authorization from the band Survivor. And please don't sue us like you did Kim Davis. Did we try to keep it at least under 30 seconds? Oh, yeah. Okay, okay we're, we're, we're probably good. Um, Cesar, you are blocked for the moment. Carl, you are successful in this fight for your life. I can't give you another Path of the Immortals attempt for it, but good job. You get, um, 20 extra experience points. Xanatari, do magic, or whatever you think is going on here. <laughs> do some magic? No, doom magic. Doom. Huh? doom? Oh, doom magic yes, is going on you know, here? Well, you said it was possibly bad magic. You don't know what's going on. I, I don't you know just, what's powerful. You just know that Cesar crossed into the ring, and now he looks like he's in seventh heaven. Mm-hmm. Carl has just fought for his fought for the valiant life of his compadre, and you're being a naysayer. So what do you want to do? Well, um, I guess I'm gonna, it's kind of too late to stop them, and I don't want to go in there, because if it's some kind of, like, I mean, I'm not seeing, I'm not feeling any kind of, um, like, my mental, um, you know, whatever you want to call it, isn't tripping, like, I'm not getting a, a mental attack, um, you know, my, my defenses of my mental is not going up, or anything like that. Um, it's not going up, but over the mind link, and over, it just, 
Cesar looks so amazing inside of the circle. It's like he literally is glowing. Okay. Well, still, though, if there's some kind of magic that's an illusion or something that's going to mesmerize us for a time, I don't want to join them because, you know, you could stand there for three years and waste away staring happily into the center of the circle. So now that he's in there and something I can do, I'm just going to watch for a little bit and see if there's, you know, if I need to get a rope and haul him out or if he's actually going to be able to do something because I'm not sure what this is. Okay. Cesar, you're being held in place by a feisty, if um, new to the world, monk. Um, Zenitari obviously does not want to join you in this glory and splendor at this point in time. What would you, the master of your own domain, not only having a castle as a chest, but having so many other chests around? Oh, that was just bad. <laughs> <laughs> What would, um, what what would you like to do now? How are you going to handle this? Uh, okay. I guess what's going to happen now is he's going to pull out a couple clockwork eyes yep. and set them off down his leg to start trying to pry um, the fingers off of his uh, off of his ankle. Okay. As you pull out the clockworks, um, at least here they look a little different than they do outside of. Um, the circle, like normally when you pull them out, they look a little more advanced. Or maybe you can kind of see that, huh, I could make improvements and they might look like this. It's a good, it's a good thinking area for you. And we lost him momentarily. You said they look different. They look, okay, they look different. Um, you pull them out. You're used to them because you built them. They look normally one way. Mm -hmm. In here, you seem to get an idea that, hey, I could possibly do some modifications to these, and they would look like this, maybe the next generation. Seems like a good inspirational area. Obviously, all this Cezerness is making you know your brain uh -huh. kind of kick up. And then as they pass over the stone wall, they go back to looking like they normally do. Hmm. And okay. um, I will rule that eventually they are able to get uh, Carl to unpry so that you can step mm -hmm. over fully into there. Uh, what would you like to do? So he'll step over, get a couple steps away from the wall so that he's not grabbed again, and he'll turn around to face the other two. Um, the, can he see them normally? Does it just look like they're standing out there? It just looks like they're standing out there. Outside still looks cool. You know, you can go out there. It's not like you're feeling trapped. You could walk out. Um, you don't feel like there's any pressure forcing you into the center or away from the wall. Um, in fact, it just looks kind of like a really nicely created wall here. Well-tended, um, moss where appropriate and stylish, but, eh, you know. Yeah, they're standing out there. Okay. Um, he'll say, guys, guys, come on in. It's it's okay. You you got to see this. Okay. Sanitari? Uh, still, still there's been no actual results from anything he's done. He, I mean, his little guys are down there pulling, his little mechanical devices are down there mm -hmm. pulling at his ankle, but I haven't really seen... Um, 
you know, says or do anything that's indicating to me whether this is bad or good. So I'm going to still go over. I'm going to move closer um, to Carl and see what I could do to help, but I'm not going to step into the circle because I still don't know what's going to happen. Okay. Carl, um, droids came down, mechanical things, pressure points, whatever, long story short. Um, you had to let go just long enough to... You lost Cesar. Uh, what would you like to do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Must resist a strong hands choke. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You must come to grips with yourself. Oh, he had such strong no. hands. <laughs> Aren't these big, strong hands? <laughs> yes! Never ending story. So I'm very sorry to have lost Mr. Cesar, Miss Santari. Sh- should I go after him? <laughs> um, Carl, it's not your fault. You tried your best. Um, I, I don't. There's there's great magic inside the circle. It could be bad magic. It could be good magic. Um, he's here to claim his treasure. Perhaps this is something that he can do and it will be accessible to him. I'm hesitant to go in because, you know, he may have traps against other people. I don't know what's going on. So I'm going to stand here and if it looks like things are going bad, I'll defend him. Otherwise, perhaps we can yank him out with some kind of rope or, or something, but I'm, I'm going to wait and not go in. Sounds very reasonable. Okay, I'll, yes, let's wait. And if he uh, calls for help, you are still here to help him. Um, by the way, Carl, 500 um, extra experience points for invoking one of my favorite movies. <laughs> this is like whose line is it anyway? Experiences points don't matter at all. Yeah, but not I like giving all. them out when I can. <laughs> as long as we all don't have to write a limerick line by line. Yeah, we leave that well, to Well, that's for Kevin, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's true. All right, Cesar, they're going to ignore you, but, um, you know, they haven't started holding a funeral service quite yet, and no lightning bolts have come down from the sky to shock you. What would you like to do? He'll just, he'll just, he'll look at them, like, can't believe they're not coming in here, and he'll just go, Psh, forget you guys! And he'll turn around and, and one-third run, one-third skip, one-third frolic towards his treasure chest building. Um, as you are doing that, uh, from amongst the, um, various statues on this pathway you are following, stand out and they are carrying gilt, um, gilded, uh, trays of silver and gold, um, and on top of them are drinks and food and little whatevers and, some some bear warm, obviously warm, moist towels and. Oh, for a second, I thought you were going to say that they were bearing trays full of guilt. I thought that would be a hilarious uh, offering, but no, guilt trays. <laughs> that may happen when you step inside the stone circle and you encounter so much cesarness. There, there may be some guilt involved. Um, yeah. there may be even a smoking jacket involved at some point. What, what, whatever you, they, they are, they are catering. <laughs> he'll, he'll like sort of hop okay, around and without lost. No, I hear him. We I know. See I, you. No, we I'm, see I'm here. It's just the light went well, out apparently. Oh, okay. So I am Tinsy in the, <laughs> not yeah, actually, there is actually a clapper there. You should clap a couple times and see if it works. 
Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's funny. Magic. <laughs> no, it was serious. I wish my clap would have done it. That would have been awesome. <laughs> Wouldn't have made any sense. Oh, by the way, okay, Google, hey, Alexia. See how many phones mm-hmm. and stuff start kicking up. Alrighty. So, uh, again, just whatever, you know, could could cater, um, come out some bare bowls of jewels and gold and... I like the smoking jacket idea. He'll kind of, as he's like, he's not even going to really break stride. He's going to like sort of hop around and like turn backwards and slide into the jacket and spin, the, you know, complete his spin around and he'll grab a cup of something and a bunch of grapes from someone. <laughs> and Boy bunnies um, appear everywhere. No, no, not 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 exactly yet. Um, so sort of dance along to the wonderful music along his way. So both of both Carl and Xanatari see Cesar walk off and start doing this weird kind of the hills are alive with the sound of music. That's right. That's he, he's, exactly. He's, this is perhaps the youngest you have ever seen him, other than the young version of Caesar that you've encountered. Well, no, only Caesar has encountered the younger mm-hmm. version of Caesar. <clears throat> but yeah, so uh, he's either tripping balls or um, he's having a good time. Could be. But hey, two wrongs in this case will make a right or two rights will make a right. It's all good. It's Caesar time. Carl, your friend appears to be having a fun time. Carl's gonna <clears throat> sit on the ground, um, twiddle his thumbs, and go, Oh, um, Santari, there's something I'd like to speak to you about. Oh, I think we have got some time on our hands now. <laughs> <laughs> so. Santari's <laughs> gonna look at um, Cesar cavorting in the middle of the circle. Uh-huh. And, oh, by the way, I was playing Sound of Music for you. Um, and just uh, kind of, like, shake her head and just, I'm, I'm pleased that he's happy. And then I'll sit down on the ground with Carl and just, like, look at him and kind of inquiringly. When a, when a, when a Fung loves a shui, go. Whatever, Carl. Go ahead. So, so back there in the Lizard City, there were this crazy step club which nobody wanted to talk about like there's some sort of rule that uh, tells you not to talk about a step club but um, I saw a lizard man step another lizard man from from uh, from the back and I think even on the road and I tackled him uh, the, the murderer the murderer to the ground and they weren't okay with this so I think if I understand it correctly, uh, I made some cultural mistake uh, in there. And to avoid further mistakes, how can you, when you rescue somebody, how can you tell that they don't want to be uh, stabbed at the moment or they want to, or they like it? <laughs> First of all, did you say stab club? Yeah, Is that what I you said? There was a stab club? It's the stab club, yeah. What's the first rule of stab, stab club? club? <laughs> we don't talk about stab club. Or we wear a t-shirt that says, I wish to be part of stab club. <laughs> Once you're here. <laughs> um, okay, I'm going to like kind of look at him a little oddly and put my hand on his shoulder and just say, um, 
you know, I thought that it was very brave that you saved the lizard man and stepped in. It looked it looked like they were attacking each other. I can understand. I understand now, having talked to the lizard people, that this is a a warrior trial for their younger members to become, you know, men, full, full men warriors. And, uh, you know, I, this is very uh, unacceptable to the Kalashtar and something that we would never allow. Although we, ha- we, I mean, respect their culture, I would have stepped in and stopped him too. I think you did the right thing. I understand they didn't like the result of, of you stepping in, but you know, I understand why you did it, and I would have done it too. I don't think it was wrong. Oh, thank you. That's very, very comforting. So, the next time I see uh, somebody getting getting injured or murdered, I uh, should take immediate action again. <laughs> I I wouldn't wait and then ask them if they preferred to be murdered. I think I would err on the side of saving them. <laughs> Okay, that's, um, yeah. <laughs> if I am being murdered, I'm giving you permission right now to save me, preemptively. <laughs> oh, thank you. That's, uh, I'm very glad I to hear that. I would appreciate it greatly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Any, any other questions you wish to ask uh, at the moment, um, Carl? And also, is Mr. Cesar, um, often like this? I mean, I, I, I know that you both uh, saved the world a few times prior, but I don't get why a legendary hero like uh, him would be after some something such profane as, uh, well, money and riches and stuff. <laughs> uh, well, I, I think you might in be investing too much in the word hero um you know i mean we we did the best we could in situations and tried to help people out and make sure that you know our towns and our people are safe but you know we're people like anybody else and you know cesar has has uh preferences on on the things he likes so you know this is important to him and and he wants to to get his treasure, so you know, I'm willing to help him as long as he doesn't injure anyone along the way. But yeah, I mean, people aren't heroes aren't perfect, so we're ju- we're just people. You're a hero too now, Carl. I mean, you've saved the world, so uh, you know people are gonna look at you and and think of you as a hero and and make statues to you and you know and maybe giant ones and then there may be like you know stab clubs and monks and women you know so do you think that you're suddenly a perfect person because you've saved the world no I don't think I um, was anywhere perfect at any time but I can't really um, wouldn't be too comfortable uh, with the thought that there are statues about me, I think. Being, if I, I really appreciate if uh, people uh, like the way I, I acted and um, uh, like my deeds, but I don't think they are supposed to uh, worship me instead of, well, doing good things, I guess. 
Well, I feel the same way. People just do what they do. You know, you can't stop them from from acting that way or idolizing you or any of those things. You know, all you can do is try to direct it in positive ways. So, you know, that's why I have Temple to my God. That's why I have Acolytes and Bob, Jim, Bill, you know, all those people. But you can't make people um, choose not to do that. All you can do is just, you know, see that that happens. So I'm sure that you will have statues and all sorts of, you know, bridges and all that stuff. You just have to decide what's important to you. That's the way the bird works. I have to deal with this, I think. Um, thank you very much. <laughs> You'll have to accept that everyone is going to love you. Okay. Um, Xanatari, there is uh, a little something that is scratching at the back of your attention in your mind. Okay. The Kaoshtar mind link is... For some reason, there is an entry from an old explorer who was a Kalashtar okay. and was out in this area. There is something in this area that was recalled or noted as Cesar in all caps. And from the feeling of it, it is not the name of a person, but it is possibly the name of a place. Okay, and that's where I am now, or...? Um... Things look a little different, but you feel that you are in the area of Cesar. Something okay. to do with Cesar, but all caps. Maybe if you think, <laughs> my may- people think in capitals and lowercase well, letters. Well, how, how it comes how it, how it comes up is more of the image like you were looking out of his eyes at an illuminated manuscript, okay. and the illumination is just this magnificent Cesar in all caps with you know the whole whatever, illuminated page bullshit. Okay. Is there more information than that? We will get to that. Okay. Um, Cesar, behind you, if you happen to, as you're spinning around, putting your jacket on Mm -hmm. and stuff, you see that the spirits have fallen into, have come into the circle as well, and upon entering them, they for a moment lose some of their etherealness, and you can actually see what these lizard people look like. Um, They appear healthy and whole um, instead of, you know, pale and sick and so forth. Dead. Mm -hmm. But you realize that the whispers that you heard on the wind are their voices joining into the overall chorus and music of the area before they gently sink to their rest within the hallowed land that is your area, this okay. circle, okay? Mm-hmm. So they all, all 300 or so, eventually are laid to rest, but the sound of their voices, even though it's in lizardmen, lizard speak, whatever, lizard tongue, mm-hmm. is still translatable as being part of this course. Do you have any closing actions before we finish for tonight, Cesar? You get the final run. Um, he will just take a huge bite out of the bunch of grapes that he picked up and a big swig of, of assuming champagne or the D&D fantasy world equivalent thereof. What, whatever you want. It, it's... Yep. 
and uh, and he'll just uh, he's not even he's just he he's not even really thinking at this point. He's just past the ability for rational thought, and he'll just make his way towards his foot stomped upon treasure chest building thing. Okay. Any in character final utterings of awesomeness or not? <laughs> With that, Xanatari, please take us out. Okay, thank you for listening. You can find out more at deathsupportdesigner.com. Find us on iTunes or go to our website, um, which is deathsupportdesigner.com. And stay tuned for next week, hopefully, as uh, we do more worldwide travels. <laughs> so any other any other words before I I stop recording? Because I'm, I'm playing your money song right now. There's this other. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night. See you next week. Good.